This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Big break. The mom who went missing last Mother's Day. I will do whatever it takes to get you back. Her husband now charged with murder. And Shark versus the little girl. How she got out alive. Then... COVID-19 outbreak on Mount Everest. Pandemic crisis at the top of the world. Uh, felt weak and uh, uh, very low energy. And the accused lawn chair arsonist. I actually can't believe this. Cops say she set her own house on fire, then sat on the lawn chair and watched. She's sitting there just chilling. Plus, land of the giants? Why are the Bidens so big? And the Carter's so tiny. Secrets to the photo everyone's talking about. Then, exploding tires. They were putting air into tires when the unthinkable happened. What should you do if your tires are running low and you need air? So this doesn't happen to you. Plus, the family that hasn't had a haircut in a year due to the pandemic. Oh my goodness, it's almost 30 inches. Finally, hair be gone. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. If you're playing in the water, it's a good idea to keep your eyes open, and you are never too young to know this. Thankfully, a six-year-old little girl playing in the waves of Hawaii knew to stay alert, and when she saw that shark fin, she made a beeline for the shore. Here's Jim Murray with her story. A little girl gets the scare of her life while splashing along the beach. That's a shark in the shallow water, and it just bumped her. The girl was just a few feet from shore, and her mom was recording with her cell phone when suddenly the shark appeared out of nowhere. She was running out of the water, yelling there was a shark in the water. So I dropped my phone immediately, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? Very scary. Experts say little Anila was likely bumped by a black-tipped shark, which commonly feed on fish in shallow water. While normally timid, a black tip can become aggressive if it mistakes a human's hand or a foot for food. The frightening encounter happened off the coast of Oahu near Honolulu. And check out this incredible footage of another shark swimming close to people in Waikiki. The shark comes within feet of the stunned swimmers. Fortunately, the shark has its sights set on the enormous school of fish and circles back into the swarm of bait fish. Experts warn this is the time of year when sharks migrate to avoid swimming near schools of fish where sharks might be munching on their next meal. Anila says she doesn't particularly care what kind of shark it was. I don't know, but I wasn't going to stick around to find out. 
I'm with you, Anila. So far this year, there have been 12 shark attack bites reported here in the United States, eight of them in Florida, four in Hawaii. A major development today in the case of that Colorado mom that went missing nearly a year ago after going on a Mother's Day bike ride. Today, her husband, who made an on-camera plea for his wife's return, was arrested and charged with murder. Arrested, the husband of a missing Colorado mom who vanished last Mother's Day was just taken into custody today. 52-year-old Barry Morphew faces charges of first-degree murder and tampering with evidence. Morphew has long maintained his innocence, claiming his wife of 26 years, Suzanne, went on a Mother's Day bike ride and never came back. Last May, he pleaded for her safe return in this bizarre Facebook video. I will do whatever it takes to get you back. Honey, I love you. But the family of the 49-year-old woman suspected her husband may be involved. The building contractor has claimed he was 150 miles away attending a firefighter training course when she went missing. It's definitely foul play. I don't think she ever got on a bicycle. I think that was planted evidence. Last September, hundreds of volunteers searched for her. Drones were deployed over the wooded area surrounding the Morpheus home. If you see something, snap a picture of it. Step back. Call me. In the months following Suzanne's disappearance, her husband sold the family home and another plot of land he had purchased just weeks after she went missing. Cadaver dogs reportedly picked up the scent of human remains while searching that plot of land. Suzanne's remains have not been found. Suzanne Morphew's bicycle was discovered less than a half a mile from her home. The coronavirus pandemic is a global challenge, and no place, it turns out, is immune. There's now even an outbreak on the highest peak in the world, Mount Everest, where a number of climbers at base camp have tested positive. 30 climbers on Mount Everest have reportedly been stricken with COVID-19 and airlifted off the mountain. Adventurer Colin O'Brady is one of several Americans trying to reach the summit of Everest this year. When he arrived in Nepal last month, he had to test negative for COVID before being allowed to proceed to Everest Base Camp. We made it to Base Camp. But then, one by one, climbers started to get sick. Uh, felt weak and uh, uh, very low energy. Norwegian Erlen Ness was the first to be evacuated. Initially, it was thought he was suffering from altitude sickness, but he tested positive for coronavirus. More followed, including this British citizen and New Yorker Gina Marie Han Lee, who wrote on Facebook, the COVID situation at Everest Base Camp is a total blank storm. I had no clue what I was flying into. Nepal borders the nation of India, where the daily toll of COVID cases is shocking the world with apocalyptic images of bodies being burned in funeral pyres. Nepal issued a record 408 climbing permits this year, even more than 2019, when images of climbers backed up in a long line sparked outrage. 11 people lost their lives. Now, climbers face a new danger, COVID. Colin O'Brady spoke to the Today Show from Everest Base Camp. The mood still is optimistic that we're going to be able to climb this mountain. 
but because of the outbreak, there is actually talk that all of the climbers will be ordered off Mount Everest. Remember that sweet photo of the 46th president of the United States and his wife with the 39th president and his wife. But there was something about the camera angle that made Joe and Jill Biden look gigantic and seemed to shrink Jimmy and Rosalind Carter. Plus, Trent explains. What the heck is going on in this wacky photo? It doesn't even look real, but it is. When President Biden and the First Lady visited Jimmy and Rosalind Carter in Georgia last week, a White House photographer snapped a photo that's launched a thousand memes. Land of the Giants. Honey, I shrunk the Carters. This one uses a scene from the movie Elf. Biden meets Carter. So what's going on here? Why do the Bidens look like giants and the Carters like hobbits? One reason is the age of the Carters. The former president is 96. Rosalind is 93. Putting it plainly, they've shrunk. As we get older, we actually lose a significant amount of height. We lose about a quarter of an inch for every decade, starting at the age of 30. Another factor to consider, notice also the Carters are sinking into the cushioned upholstery. Another reason is the wide-angle lens the photographer had to use to fit all four people into the shot. So we're going to see if we can recreate that. I'm President Biden. There's Jill. Here are the Carters. Let's see how it turns out. So now you know. The photo was taken inside the home that Jimmy Carter built himself back in 1961. Most people who want to see a show download a movie or pick out a TV program. The cops say this lady set her own house on fire and then sat in her lawn chair to watch it burn. She looks like she's relaxing in a lawn chair with a good book. But authorities say she actually just torched her own home, then sat in the chair to watch it go up in flames. The shocking video starts with the woman having an argument on her front porch. Oh my God, he just threw water at her. Then another argument with another resident. Next thing you know, the house they all live in is on fire. And there's the accused arsonist relaxing in the lawn chair. She's sitting there just chilling, watching the house go up in flames. The fire quickly consumes the house in Elkton, Maryland. Get out of the house! It's on fire! A bystander runs to help the woman in pink as she climbs out a window. Hurry! Fire crews rush to the scene. That whole roof just fell. Avery Hammond shot the video. I couldn't believe that she was just sitting there like it wasn't happening. She casually went out there, sat in a chair, uh, stayed a few obscenities and watched the fire spread throughout the house. 47-year-old Gail Metwally was taken into custody. She reportedly has mental health issues. She's sitting there just chilling, watching the house go up in flames. Here in New York, the cast of Saturday Night Live is busy rehearsing for this weekend's show. And as you probably heard, it will not be an actor or comedian serving as guest host, but Tesla founder Elon Musk. Now, initially, there was talk of a mutiny amongst the cast, but Stephen Fabian reports some are now coming to his defense. It's a mob scene outside a Manhattan restaurant as frenzied fans clamor for autographs. 
But that isn't a movie icon or rock legend at the center of the crowd. It's gazillionaire Elon Musk in New York to host Saturday Night Live. Mr. Musk, I'm so excited for an SNL appearance. The Tesla and SpaceX entrepreneur is getting mobbed everywhere he goes, including on his way to rehearsals. When do I get to, you know, entertaining and funny for uh, SNL? So. So I'm asking, uh, what do you guys so think? I, but not everyone in the SNL cast is enthusiastic about Elon Musk hosting the show. The gig is reportedly causing so much dissent behind the scenes that the show's legendary producer, Lorne Michaels, reportedly told cast members that anyone who wants to can opt out of appearing in sketches with Musk. So what's the objection? It seems that with a net worth estimated at $168 billion, some consider him to be just too damn rich. SNL star Amy Bryant retweeted a post from Bernie Sanders that called wealth on such a vast scale a moral obscenity. Elon Musk is a very controversial person. He's said things in the past that have offended a lot of folks. Uh, he's been a bit of a denier when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine. And for some cast members, that's problematic. But some SNL stars like Pete Davidson are psyched to meet Musk. That guy's a I don't know why people are freaking out. They're like, oh, I can't believe that Elon Musk is hosting. And I'm like, the, the guy that makes the Earth better, kind of, and he makes, like, cool things and sends people to Mars. Comedian Michael Che is also on Team Musk. He's the richest man in the world. How could you not be excited for that? <laughs> the last time SNL had a host who wasn't a performer or an athlete was in 2015, and he was equally controversial. People think I'm controversial, but the truth is I'm a nice guy. This weekend's musical guest is Miley Cyrus. Next, exploding tires. They were putting air into tires when the unthinkable happened. What should you do if your tires are running low and you need air? So this doesn't happen to you. Plus, the family that hasn't had a haircut in a year due to the pandemic. Oh my goodness, it's almost 30 inches. Finally, hair be gone. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. By any chance, are your car tires low on air? Just today, the indicator light came on my car, and I haven't had a chance to get them filled. And now, I'm frankly a little nervous about that because, as Lisa Guerrero reports, some tires have exploded when being filled with air. Here's why. It's a rare occurrence, but under certain circumstances, a car tire can suddenly explode. This guy in Maryland is lucky to be alive. 
And watch what happens to this guy when he fills up a tire in the back of his pickup truck. Every year, dozens of people are seriously injured or even killed while filling their tires with air. 28-year-old Adam Sproul suffered a traumatic brain injury and his friend was killed when they were filling a tire with air at a repair shop in New Hampshire. It was like a grenade going off. So what should you do if your tires are running low and you think you need air? AAA's Doug Shoup says the number one rule is never drive on a tire that's flat or low on air because it can rip apart the inside of the tire. If you're driving on underinflated tires or damaged tires, it's a recipe for disaster. Because if you have been driving on an underinflated tire and then you overinflate it, that could lead to an explosion. Shoup says it's critical to routinely inspect your tires before filling them with air. Look for wear and tear and run your hands across the tread. And keep a close eye out for any nails, which can also damage the rubber lining. Most explosions take place at repair shops when mechanics are filling a damaged tire with air. But there's a simple solution. It's called a tire cage, and it's designed to absorb the blast and prevent the tire from shooting through the air. To demonstrate, we set up a tire cage inside this concrete pit at Brannock Industries in Fargo, North Dakota. We positioned a mannequin next to the cage. Then the technicians turned on the air. 48 seconds later... Oh my gosh! Now imagine if that tire was not in the cage. Wow! Watch again. Whoa! Look at this! Wow! The tire cage contains the blast. The mannequin is knocked over, but a human would likely have survived. A tire under pressure is almost like a bomb. There's a lot of pressure there. And when it's released, it could be a big explosion. Oh my gosh! Experts say well-maintained tires won't explode when filling them with air, and the Tire Industry Association recommends you check your tires monthly for damage, and when filling, always step away from the sidewall. You want more tips? Just go to the website, InsideEdition.com. When we come back, deals you don't want to miss. Still to come, the family that hasn't had a haircut in a year due to the pandemic. Oh, my goodness. It's almost 30 inches. Finally, hair be gone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If you're one of the many who can't remember the last time you saw your barber or stylist, you're not alone. This family finally did decide it was time for a haircut, and they found a way to help others at the same time. <laughs> this mom and her daughters haven't had a haircut since the pandemic began. 
Now, mom Amy Prawl, seven-year-old Olivia, and 12-year-old Madison have crazy long lockdown hair. It's getting hard to handle. So today, they're finally getting their long locks clipped. They're heading to Cactus Salon in Long Island, New York, where the hair won't just be thrown away. Instead, it will be donated to the nonprofit Hair We Share, which gives wigs to people who've lost their hair to medical reasons. So are you so excited to cut your hair today? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. First, it's time to measure how much will be cut. Amy and Olivia each have 10 inches to give. Madison has even more. Oh my goodness, we're looking at almost 14 inches. Now, the big moment. My goodness. Look at that. They put their donations in plastic bags, then they get their new shorter hair styled, blow dried, and sprayed. We separated Amy and her daughters during their cuts. Now it's time for the big reveal. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we look like twins. From long and unmanageable to fresh and sleek. We love, we love our new hair. Sweet. And when we come back, a very patriotic restaurant. Finally today, check out what happens every day at noon at the Mission Barbecue in Mishawaka, Indiana. The kitchen shuts down and customers and staff stand for the national anthem. Owners say about a decade ago, they came up with the idea to honor our troops. And now it's a tradition in all 104 restaurants nationwide. Nice tradition. That's Inside Edition. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.